Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Volume. Just a reminder, you can catch me recording this podcast live on AMP. AMP is a new live radio app that lets you call in and chat with me in person while recording. Get the app on Apple's App Store and make sure you follow me at John Middlecoff to get notified when I go live. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, Korean Out Podcast. We had uh, we had some technical difficulties on my end. The audio for the podcast was messed up. So we had to remove the mailbag because it was it was a rough listen. So anyone that shot me a mailbag, I'm not gonna. It's impossible to know exactly who you are, but you guys had some good questions, but they are not gonna make it on this podcast. I just have to blame myself. I I take responsibility, Coach. I screwed this up, even though it wasn't technically my fault because I don't know how to do these cords or whatever. It's just it's on the cords, but I'll take the responsibility and we'll just move on. You know, sometimes you go three and out and. You got to figure out a way to get it done the next time you get on the field. So uh, here's the game plan. We have some meaty football talk. I was able to save that audio and just no mailbag. So a little bit of a shorter podcast. The game plan, I'm going on Collins pod today. And then I might do a mailbag only podcast for Friday and then probably react to anything that interesting that happens in preseason games or in the NFL world over the next three or four days for Monday. But that, that's the game plan. Apologize for anyone that took time to send me a question and it didn't make it because of my shitty equipment. But other than that, the mailbag's going to keep rocking and rolling. At John Middlecoff is the Instagram. At John Middlecoff is the Instagram. Fire in those DMs and get your question answered here on the show. As well as thevolume.com. Go get yourself a hat. Thevolume.com. We got three and out hats. And let's rock and roll right into the weekend, baby. But first, do you have a smartphone? I know you do because everyone does. Grab that bad boy, go to your app store, and download GameTime, the official ticketing app of this podcast, GameTime. And when you do, get yourself a pair of tickets to an NFL game, to a college football game, to a Major League Baseball game, to a concert, to a comedy show, and use the promo code JOHN. That's promo code J-O-H-N, $20 off any pair of tickets. Very easy to use. You go to the app, has an interactive map. So whether you're going to a football game, a concert, you can pick based on the price and based on where you want to sit. Very easy to use. I've used it countless times this year. Swear by them. Can't recommend them enough. Download the Game Time app, fastest growing ticketing app in America, and use the promo code JOHN, J-O-H-N, $20 off. Do it and do it now. I actually saw a headline right before I was going to fire up this podcast, and it got me thinking. And it was Shane Steichen that basically, essentially, said the 
seal, there is no ceiling for Anthony Richardson. He can be as good as he wants to be. And listen, anytime you draft a high ceiling player, there is no guarantee that he'll ever be good, let alone some star. But I'm always for taking big swings in drafts in general. I will always back a team for swinging for the fences because anytime that you try to hit a home run, you might strike out. And while that's cool in modern day baseball, historically, it can be pretty bad. It can cost people jobs, right? It's, and when it comes to quarterback play, we have seen the amount of quarterbacks that are getting drafted high. I guess it's always been that way, but the last five, six years, these quarterbacks, you know, not based on much are, are going really high. And it got me thinking about Shane Steichen. Like, how do you become a lot of defensive coaches, right? Mike Tomlin, Harbaugh, technically a special teams guy, but he also has got a little defensive background. And obviously Belichick, Pete Carroll, like those guys, champion coaches, right? Championship level guys. But none of them are viewed as like super schematic offensive guys. They are very dependent on their offensive coordinator, even Belichick, which, you know, for my money goes down as the greatest coach of my lifetime. You give him a shitty offensive coordinator, a.k.a. a defensive coordinator, he's going to suck, right? Pete Carroll used to butt heads with some of his offensive coordinators, Russell Wilson. It could be disastrous relative to their standards, right? And then you think of all the young, hotshot offensive coordinators who we view as successful around the NFL. Andy Reid. What made him really special in Philadelphia? Obviously, consistent winning, but he won with several different quarterbacks. And several different types of quarterbacks. I mean, he's made the playoffs with Jeff Garcia. He could be competitive with Jay Feely, let alone a guy like Michael Vick or Donovan McNabb drafted Kevin Cobb. Now, I don't think Kevin would have actually been good, but he was cool with trying it. Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes, very open-minded. He can win with anyone. Can he win a Super Bowl? No, he can win a Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes. But can he win divisions, host playoff games with Alex Smith? Hell yeah. That's why Jim Harbaugh got a lot of credit. One with a lot of different types of quarterbacks. And like, what makes a great CEO right now in America? Well, if you're a public company, is your stock going up, right? Do you do things to drive the stock price up? Because if you do, we will view it, you view you as a really good CEO. When it comes to offensive football in the NFL, can you manipulate, coach, and work with the quarterback? And if the guy is not some elite player, can you coach around him and get the most out of him? How did Sean McVay become a star? It didn't take the Super Bowl for Sean McVay to be some headliner. He showed up in L.A. after Jared Goff's rookie year, which kind of was a joke. Now, I like Jared Goff coming out of Cal, but that rookie year made me question. question. And then immediately, they were rattling off playoff victories and competing against New England in a Super Bowl a couple years later. Right? Kyle Shanahan. What When we think of Kyle Shanahan... Yeah, he whiffed on Trey Lance, but he can coach Matt Schaub. He can coach Matt Ryan. He can compete with Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock freaking Purdy, the last pick in the draft. Coach all different quarterbacks. It doesn't matter. The guy doesn't need to be the most talented. He can scheme around him. He can build a team and work with a quarterback that isn't some top five guy. It's why we give him a lot of credit. Hell, the 49ers are a Super Bowl contender this year and a team that's going to have some of the best odds to win the entire thing. And they don't even have a true, quote-unquote, franchise quarterback, right? It, you get a lot of credit for it. Hell, even Mike McCarthy, say what you want about him, he's kind of earned a little respect back after the Green Bay, the ending kind of turned into a disaster. It's like, yeah, he's a pretty good coach. Is he a flawed coach? For sure. 
but worked with worked with Rodgers, now working with Dak Prescott. Hell, he's won some games with Cooper Rush. Shane Sykin, I'll never get over. Now, listen, maybe this guy was destined to be this because of his work ethic, his character, his determination, and he has like a Josh Allen level like can improve. Now, we'll see if he can sustain it, but not in a million years would I, like, honestly, what Jalen Hurts has done is insane. People in Philly would even tell you that on the record, let alone off the record. It's crazy how good he's gotten, but a lot of that is just, he's just, his football IQ, his football, his willingness to work on football. He's got all the variables, right? But his talent coming out of college, working with an elite offensive coach, Lincoln Riley, I, I'm sorry, not a lot of people had him viewed him as a second-round pick, let alone some franchise quarterback, some guy that's going to sign some $200 million contract. And Shane Steichen, let's never forget, I like Sirianni. He, he makes me laugh. And he's clearly a pretty solid leader, right? No one can dispute that. But I wouldn't call him Mr. X's and O's. He hasn't called the plays once Jalen started playing well. This guy did. So anytime as a coordinator, you impact a guy and get him to maximize his potential into stardom, you get a lot of credit. It's how Kyle Shanahan got on the map to be head coaching interviews. Matt Ryan, MVP, got a lot of credit for that. Brian Dayball, Josh Allen, star. You get, like, we put you like, God, look what he did as a coordinator. That's how you get your chance as a head coach. And Shane Steichen, when he makes these quotes about Anthony Richardson, if he turns Anthony Richardson into a top 10 quarterback, now I would probably just bet against it just because the history of the NFL, most of these guys do not become stars just based on a numbers basis, right? But I knew a lot of people in the NFL that went through Florida. And as the process went, no one could argue about his physical skills, though his tape sucked. Now his coach in college, and this is something that you're constantly battling as a scout, right? You have to separate the player sometimes from the program. Like if you underachieve at Alabama, at Georgia, for Lincoln Riley on offense, it's probably on you. But I'm not sure anyone at Florida over, hell, the last like decade, it's always been their fault if they've quote-unquote underachieved. Billy Napier, if he doesn't win this year, might get run out of town. So Anthony Richardson, we're going to find out over the next couple of years, like, can he drastically improve? And if he does, Shane Steichen's your next coaching star. It's just that simple. Because if he does maximize 80% of this potential, he's going to be a legit player. And this franchise is going to factor in to the AFC. And he is going to have multiple guys on his resume that went, God, you took Jalen Hurts, which mid-second round pick and turned him into a star? And then you took this guy? At least Jalen had been starting for a long time at Alabama and then transferred to Oklahoma. This guy had what? 13, 15 starts in college? It wasn't really that pretty? There were just, is this guy even good at football? Right? Now, Florida is in a completely different level than North Dakota State, but look, the 49ers can't figure out, figure out uh, Trey Lance. Now, ultimately, it doesn't impact Kyle because like. Look what I did with Purdy. And let's say Purdy fails and they bring in Sam Darnold and he succeeds. Like Kyle's going to get credit and he benefits because their team's really good. Right? Sean McVay's like, look, look what I did with Jared Goff. You get me Matt Stafford, boom, Super Bowl. It's how you get a lot of credit as a coach. And you kind of become, you know, a legend would be strong, but you get this, um, I don't even know how to quite put it, but this reputation in the league, which is fair, that once you impact the quarterback, you become an elite coach. It's just how we view you. 
Because that's the truth, especially with a guy that's going to call the plays. And if he does this back-to-back raw products and has this type impact, um, you know, the Colts are just going to be good. Now, I think they're going to stink this year, but just big picture. Now, again, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but this is how it happens, right? There's always one, like Brian Dayball. If the Giants make the playoffs again, Daniel Jones gets better, like it's clear. Dude's a big-time elite offensive coach. I saw a headline, Rob Gronkowski, I don't even know who he was interviewing with, said he's the only guy that could talk me out of coming out of retirement. Might have been saying it tongue-in-cheek, might have been joking, but the point is, like, Brian Dayball's legit. Like, Brian Dayball could coach and impact the quarterback position. Did it with Josh Allen? Very impressive. Gets Daniel freaking Jones to be a credible... If Daniel Jones throws 25 touchdowns this year and just starts looking like Alex Smith started doing with Kansas City, like, Brian Dayball is just going to be a consistent guy that we factor in top five, top ten coach in the league. Because... When you're able to impact that position, the guy you pay the most money. It's how you win in the league. So I, I, I'm very fascinated to just watch this Anthony Richardson, Shane Steichen experience over the next couple of years. Don't expect them to be good this year, but it's going to be fascinating because if you can mold raw products, be like a head coach for life. <laughs> Even if down the road this goes bad and he gets fired, like his job security in the NFL, he's on scholarship. <laughs> I said yesterday that like I assumed because the contract wasn't out that they they guaranteed him or gave him a bonus between a million and two million. I was reading uh, old Florio breaking down the contract. They gave Zeke six hundred thousand dollars. I said over and over, it's not shocking. I know Coward can't understand why he won't pay a lot of money for players, and I think it's simple. Like this is who he is. Who he's always been. He pivoted once and it backfired in his face. He signed individual players to a lot of money, like a Stefan Gilmore, who's, I don't know, at the time was an elite talent and he gave him 40 guaranteed. It was like a plug and play star, but he does not like buying players. He especially doesn't like getting into bidding wars. And here's what I will defend him. Like, do, am I getting into a bidding war with DeAndre Hopkins at this point in time in his career? Probably not, especially when I have already somewhat similar offensive weapons. Dalvin Cook, I like, but Belichick's not getting into a bidding war for a guy like him. So when I see he, they gave him a $600,000 signing bonus and his his uh, base salary, if he makes the team, because it would be guaranteed, and listen, he probably will, but $600,000 in the NFL is not $600,000 to me or you. If, if Zeke has terrible practices and they think he's shot, he will not make the team. But this is who Belichick is, like Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett does not invest like me at this point. And you could argue he never really did. But he's not looking for crazy growth companies. He's not betting in DraftKings or Open Door or SoFi. Like, that's not his thing. He bets on Apple, Coca-Cola, Chevron, Oxy, and Bank of America forever. Like, he, he bets on banks. It's like slow and steady. Well, he's also investing billions of dollars. He's not looking to quadruple his money in a year or quadruple his money over a several year period. He's cool with the steady, slow returns. Slow and steady wins the race. And that's how Bill, Bill Belichick with Tom Brady operated forever. Now, should he pivot his mindset because Brady is no longer there, which is essentially his dry powder equivalent to Warren Buffett's money? 100%. But anyone who's known any older person 
who is rich and rich is relative. I mean, to most normal people, guy with successful business worth 20, 30, 50, 10, however many millions of dollars, but you view as a millionaire, very successful, rich guy in your town who is not worried about money. They do not change in their 70s. They don't become some like, if they're an old school, conservative, slow and steady guy, become some ultra progressive, open-minded guy at 73 years old. That's not the way it works. So Belichick was never going to pivot like that. So of course, he's going to like a Zeke at a $600,000 price point more than he's going to like bidding against older players that he might say are even trending down a little bit that might be better than Zeke right now. I know Hopkins plays a different position, but he's not going to overpay or get into bidding wars. And sometimes like to get a player, you have to get into a bidding war. Nature of the beast. A couple years ago, what did the Chiefs try to do? They tried to land Trent Williams. And honestly, they probably offered the same amount the 49ers did, drove up his price, but he was loyal to Kyle. But the Chiefs were all in on it. And the Chiefs and Andy has always kind of big game hunted. And for a long time, he did that in Philadelphia. And it didn't always work. Terrell Owens, like, now I'm not saying Bill hasn't done that with guys, but he's usually bought low. How'd he get Randy Moss? Didn't pay a lot. Last time I checked, fourth round pick. You know, some of the guys that he's landed, his core championship level guys, Rob Gronkowski got in the second round. He he is not some crazy wheeler and dealer, not worried about asset management. That it means a lot to him. He views this a lot like a Warren Buffett type in terms of from an economical standpoint. Now, at this point in time in his career with the pressure on this team, is that the way to do it? Probably not. But I, I just do not understand why people do not can't wrap their heads around like this is who he is. Most coaches go down in flames at the end, right? Because they just it's hard for them to change. It's hard for them to pivot. And in football, if you had a great quarterback and then you no longer do, you usually kind of suck. You, you don't look as good. But also when I hear the notion that Bill, like look at Bill's record with Brady and without Brady, like, yeah. Most guys, a non-offensive coach is probably not going to win with big with Mac Jones or Brock Purdy. The reason Kyle or Andy can win more games with a random quarterback, they impact that side of the ball. They literally call the fucking plays. So wasn't shocked at all to see the numbers come out lower than I expected. And it just speaks to who he is, man. He, he just slow and steady. And it's to, in my opinion, it's ultimately going to cost him his job. I think it might end after this season. I'm a betting man. It does end after this season. But he, he was never going to go big game hunting. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. LinkedIn's the only one I use. 
On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tire, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Robert Sala. If you haven't seen it, just go to Twitter, or Google it. He gave like a two minute. I, I haven't watched the second episode yet of Hard Knocks, but I did watch the clip of him addressing his team after a joint practice last week with the Carolina Panthers. And the one thing that stood out to me, and I, I tweeted this out today, there is no word in in the Webster's Dictionary that defines the sport of football and goes and parallels the sport more than the word fuck. He had to use it. I don't know, 35 times. And a lot of coaches in the history of this show have used it. Some people are like, are they playing for the cameras? No, that's just kind of how they talk. It doesn't mean everyone talks like that. Coach Reed is not a swearer at practice. Doesn't mean all his other coaches aren't. Now I'm not saying that you just swear into swear. But the, the F word gets used a ton. Meeting rooms, practice field, just interactions. I actually think that's, I had this kind of theory in my head after watching. I wonder if that's a big reason, just the style of football and what surrounds it. What will you think about when you think about football resonates with a lot of human beings. Most humans I know, successful, middle class, whoever, use that word all the time. <laughs> I actually think clips like that, Sabin, whoever. Coach K's had some historic ones. That resonates with people when that's how the coach talks. And I think what makes football unique is you go to a high school practice, you definitely go to a college practice, if you go to an NFL practice, it all kind of sounds the same. I even had someone tweet at me like, I'm a middle school like PE, uh, peewee t- uh, coach, and I have to be careful. These kids are only 11. The moment you get to JV football, man, that, that word starts flying around. Uh, kind of funny, but Sala is just, he's a fun personality. I'm rooting for him. But the one thing that stood out to me, and he just absolutely undresses their offensive line, who I guess got worked at this practice, which in fairness, Carolina has a pretty good defensive line, but they got their ass kicked. And he basically went around the entire team. Defense was awesome. You know, the, the offensive wide receivers and Rodgers and the running backs all look good. The offensive line 
got destroyed. And it got me thinking. When these speeches happen in training camp, and this is still the one thing that's still kind of cool that you get with Hard Knocks, is just a real interaction between a coach and the team, whether it's a position coach, whether it's the coordinator, or whether it's the head coach. What he's telling these guys, what makes football unique, this is not baseball, where you might suck and I'm stuck with your contract because you make so much money, or basketball, where I'm paying like five guys the max and 90% of them aren't even that good, and it's like, I, I can't even trade you. I'm just stuck with you guys. In football, the majority of these guys can be cut, can be benched in a moment's notice. So when I saw that clip, which is a little concerning uh, for someone who thinks the Jets have a chance to be competitive and be a Super Bowl-level contender, if their offensive line sucks, I'll be the first to admit. If you just tell me the Jets' offensive line is going to be one of the worst in football, they will not make the playoffs. I don't care how good Rodgers is, that would be a problem if they are a low-level offensive line. But if they can just be middle of the road, they'll be okay. Clearly right now, work in progress. But what I think he's essentially saying to all of them, none of your spots are safe. I don't give a shit who you are. Because in football, it's true. I cut you. Half the guys don't have any guaranteed money. Becton, we think you're a bust. Whatever. We'll just move on. We'll trade for a guy here in the next week. We'll claim a couple guys, which is not ideal. I mean, it's not It's not like you're finding Lane Johnson, Trent Williams on the scrap heap. But my point is, like, we'll just try other guys. In other sports, you're just kind of stuck. Your roster is your roster, right? When the uh, when the Lakers roll into training camp, for the most part, unless they make a major trade, that's kind of their squad. Same with the Warriors, right? Baseball, you go to all the big... Th- the Yankees team's the Yankees team. In football, fuck no. If you're right guard, that guy's not getting it done, we'll bench you for the backup. And if that guy's not getting it done, we'll claim a guy off the practice squad. So in not so many words, he didn't say, which old school coaches have said, we will cut you if you don't get it done. But indirectly, he's saying, you will not be on this team. You will not play for us because we're not going to, we might go down because of you guys, but we're not going down because of you. So whoever was terrible in that practice, and I would imagine there's more context if you watch the episode, sounded like the whole group. You will not play. <laughs> you will just find someone else. And that's the thing with football. Now, it's much harder in 2023 because there aren't as many good defensive linemen, or excuse me, offensive linemen. Depth has never been worse. There's more good defensive linemen coming into the league on a daily basis. But we'll try other guys. We'll rotate. We'll give a, a lot of guys opportunities to play. We're not just going down with these five, right? Just like last year. Zach Wilson, number two pick. By midseason, we're rolling with Mike White. We don't give a sh- too much pressure on this squad right now. We've invested and got the opportunity of a lifetime to get a Hall of Fame guy through trade, which is not very normal, who, unlike Russell Wilson, probably still pretty good. And so when I watched that, I just thought, like, all those guys better be nervous. Every single guy in that offensive line room better real. They, they ain't no scholarships around here, <laughs> especially to the guys who are on that field getting worked. Because I... I I've been in these meetings. I know the way these coaches talk. Like They are talking like, who's out there? Every one of their scouts in New York right now is going through the top offensive linemen who might get cut throughout the preseason. And they went 7-10. and 10. Like It would not stun me if they claim multiple offensive linemen at the big cut date. It would not stun me if they trade some fourth-round pick for some offensive linemen in the next week. And that's what Robert Sala is essentially telling them. Better pick your shit up. 
or you'll be packing your shit up out of town. And last but not least, I've been saying this forever, like the streaming. A lot of people like streaming. And listen, from an economical standpoint, like the business model, you know, Disney's losing their ass. Netflix didn't make money for a long period of time. Like clearly it's pretty hard. The amount of money you have to spend to then make money, it's complicated. But in terms of me, the consumer, can't recommend streaming services enough. I spend most of my time, if I'm not watching a game, like Netflix, the new Oxycontin show, I think it's called Painkiller, is elite. Cannot recommend it enough. I've watched, this is the second Oxycontin show I've watched. Both of them have been fantastic. Two of the better shows I've watched in the last like 12 months. One I think was on Hulu. This one's on Netflix. Streaming services have changed the way I think about content. Now, there's also a lot of bad content, but I just watched The Lincoln Lawyer. I love it. And I, I last year, I was a big proponent and a big believer in Amazon. I was like, this is going to work. Then Al Michaels kind of mailed it in and the, the games were shitty. The product wasn't great, but the idea of going to streaming, I supported of like, this does not have to be on Fox or CBS, who clearly didn't even want it because it costs too much for what you get on Thursday night. But ultimately, I believed in like, you can put this and we will find you, right? You build it, they will come. You put football games in the National Football League on a channel, on a service, people will show up, right? Well, Apple, look, they just paid Messi how much money? Drive people there. I would imagine it's working. They tried it with Major League Baseball, Apple Plus. Put the Yankees on there. It feels like the Yankees played on Apple Plus a lot. They did that on purpose. Same with the Dodgers to drive people. Well, I read today, DirecTV has basically had the package since forever, for 94, almost 30 years. And I haven't had DirecTV since I was growing up because we had to have it because you couldn't have basic cable where I lived. I don't know the exact reasoning, but you just, you either had the dish or you had nothing. And we, I remember my dad, big sports guy, loved it because we immediately got all the packages. So NBA games, NFL, we had it all. And I got for the first time in my adult life, the package because I worked in football. I never really needed it, had access to everything. And then once I moved to the Bay Area, I was just, I always had the Raider and Niner games and I wanted to watch the Niner games. And so I needed to get the package, but I don't have the dish. So I had to get the app, which had some limitations even though it was very easy to use on my TVs, I wasn't able to, like if the Niners weren't playing and I wanted to watch three games, I wanted to watch the Bills and the Dolphins, I wanted to watch Cowboys-Eagles, and I want to watch, you know, some other game, Titans-Jags. I couldn't do three screens at once. I, I, I just didn't understand it. Now, those of you that had the actual DirecTV, you were able to do multiple boxes, right? And I could do it on my tablets, on my computer, but I couldn't do it on my television. Well, YouTube TV is immediately giving me the ability to do that. And here's the other thing. Their innovation, I would imagine over the next several years, is going to be so elite, it'll blow your mind. It is going to be such an... This is the business they're in. And I've been a YouTube TV guy since I moved to Arizona as a consumer, and it's fantastic. Now, a lot of people... Some of you guys that live in rural areas have gone, you know, my internet's not as fast. I, I I can't relate to that. I pay and I have paid. Now, granted, this is a business I'm in, a shitload of money, whatever the max is. I think it's like $150 for the highest speed, upload speed for my internet. And if you like football, if you like this stuff, I, 
listen, I, I think it's worth it. I, I don't think that is something, especially the way everything is going, cable's holding on for dear life. So within the next five, 10 years, everything is going to be based on internet upload speed. And listen, my brother's a farmer. They have their office is kind of out, I wouldn't say the middle of nowhere, but it's not exactly in uh, you know, downtown Sacramento. Well, what does he have? He has Starlink. When I had to record the podcast there last week with Coward, again, this is like a barn warehouse, no issues. There are so many options, and that will only continue. I think YouTube TV with this package, and I read they need 5 million people to break even. And I think last year, um, I think they averaged over the last however many years, way less than that. So they're not going to equal that. But ultimately, they just wanted in on the game. And I would guess they changed the game. I would bet if you could like bet if the package and just sports to go along with streaming was just its own little ETF, I would bet a lot on that because <laughs> that's not only where we're going, it's inevitable. It's not, you know, it's not tomorrow, but it, it ain't 20 years from now. And that's where everything's going to be. I actually think the next NFL package has that written all over it right there. What are they doing this year? I think the game's on Peacock. Uh, obviously, Amazon has a Thursday night package. I give the NFL a lot of credit for how much they make with these old school people, but ultimately knowing like there's th- this is where it's going to end up at. So we can just take all the money now, and this has always been a criticism of baseball, that there's got to be a balance of the two. And uh, the NFL is making more money than anyone and lapping everyone when it comes to this stuff for a reason. And I think they've, they're striking kind of the perfect balance right now with this situation. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. 